Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Hey, Endless Honeymoon Podcast listeners, it's Moshe, not Natasha. Only I am going to Portland, Oregon to the Helium Comedy Club July 15th through the 17th. Tickets are on sale right now at portland.heliumcomedy.com. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. Natasha joining us from Atlanta, GA. It's actually pronounced Hotlanta. Ah, Hotlanta. Have you done anything cool in Atlanta like since you've been there? Not really. I've just been like, I walked the park a few times and then um, ate at a Thai restaurant three times. You got to check out that Coca Cola Museum. Really? I don't know. I've never been, but it seems like it could be something to do. Well, I was in like a 10-day quarantine, so I wasn't allowed to leave my house. They just gave me like an exercise bike, like a little mouse. Well, let me tell you a little something about my feelings about Diet Coke. I have a specific hierarchy of the way uh, it should be drunk. Or what I'm saying is the levels of quality based on the serving uh, implement. Uh, Can I give you the hierarchy? Are you like a, um, a a sommelier for for bad soft drinks? For Diet Coke, one of the, the the best soft drink. Now, give me a slice of lime in every single one of these, okay? But here's the ranked, uh, in order, the ranking of ways to drink Diet Coke. Number one, from the fountain. There's something about that good gushy syrup mixing all up with that hypercarbonated fountain water from like a 7-Eleven Big Gulp type of situation. Hurts the back of your throat in just the ooh-so-good way. I'm yeah, saying. You've never worked at a bar and seen how oh, wait. Do with those fountain things. It's fucking disgusting. No, Natasha. 
how 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 very ignorant you seem right now. I was talking about a soda from the fountain. Now, are you ready for my number two ranking? Sure. Number two best way to drink Diet Coke is a plastic bottle. Not everybody saw that coming, I know. They thought I would have said glass bottle. But plastic bottle, I don't know what it is, but there's something about that hot pop, right? When you break the seal and then the sides of the bottle bend in a little bit, it's just mm, oh so good. Number three, are you ready? Mm, yes, I, I feel like I have no choice. You do have no choice, and you're going to love it because it's glass bottle. Number three is the glass bottle, and it is almost a dead tie with plastic bottle. Ooh, the way those bubbles slip over that thick glass lip feels so nice and makes you feel like you're sipping on a beach in Mexico or an Arab country. Okay. It makes me feel really sorry for sober people. <laughs> number three, four, number four, fourth ranked, Diet Coke in a can. Do it if you got no other choice. I'll take it, but I don't love it. Not that great. Wait, honey, how often do you drink Diet Coke? You should not drink that. Well, it's honey, bad for you. I guess more often than you realize because I've got this ridiculous thing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> and finally, the dead last with a bullet. Let me guess. The, no, hold on before you guess. Okay, I'll let you guess. The number one worst from way. From a bar. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Worst way, barely even worth drinking, is Natasha. From a bar. From the gun at a bar. Wait, so what's a fountain? I don't understand. Mealy, flat, no carbonation, no flavor, stale syrup. It tastes like just old water that just some like bartender at a dive bar stuck his fingernail into it doesn't even taste like diet coke it tastes like diet diet coke it tastes worse than diet pepsi and not much does wait i'm confused what is a fountain you know like at the in and out you know with the little arm that comes out and you that's push the cup into it that's a fountain drink babe it's a fountain drink uh i see um okay. are you turned on or turned off right now i just i have pity well, thank you for that. If that's all I can get, it's what I'll take. Tosh, I was thinking about something today. Yeah. I want to listen to a secret. <laughs> okay, fine. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Moj. My secret is that I had my sexual awakening to Aladdin when I was a kid, uh, the animated movie. There was a specific scene uh, in particular where they tied up Aladdin and then they like threw him off a cliff. And I know that sounds crazy, um, but I remember rewinding that scene over and over again and always watching it. Uh, I didn't necessarily, I mean, I'm not gay, so I was like, ooh, Aladdin, and I didn't like the BDSM part of, or like the crazy stuff where he's like drowning and they're like beating him up and everything, but the idea of like being tied down or tying somebody up was so enticing to me as a child. Fast forward a decade later, my father was a pastor and we would always have to go to uh different church conventions around the states and one night we were in a hotel in a different state and my sisters were in one bed my parents were in another bed and i decided to sleep on the floor at night because i was going to take one of my neckties in which i did 
I took one of my neckties I was going to wear for church the next day, and I tied my hands behind my back, and I dry-humped the floor until I came in front of, like, my whole family. Uh, I assumed that everybody was asleep. Now I'm older and I look back on it. I'm pretty sure that everybody knew. Uh, we don't talk about it, and I remember my orgasm was very intense, and I just had to lay there and sleep with, like, like big cum all up in my underwear. It was really weird, but then again, I was a kid, I didn't really care. Uh, that's all I got for you guys. That's my secret. Love you guys. Hope everything's good. You know, I have a good one. Bye-bye. Hold that's on. All? I know. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> there was a lot. My favorite phrase of the call was definitely big cum all up in my underwear. Uh, to me, that feels like it needs to be on a t-shirt at a truck stop. Ew, wait, hold on. Ah! Hold on, hold on, there's a huge roach, sorry. Ah! Ah! <clears throat> Folks, this is what it's like. This is what it's like being married to Natasha Leggero. She's the queen of cool, the most confident lady you'll ever ah! meet in your life. And then all ah! of a sudden, in a hotel room in Atlanta, ah! a small bug runs by and... She starts screaming like she's in an Alfred Hitchcock film, murdered by a domestic abuser. So let's see if she makes it back to the call. Uh, she has right now the opposite of Big Tony uh, all up in her underwear. Natasha, how was that for you? That was like a four-inch cockroach. Mm-mm. You've got Big Cum all up in your cockroach. Natasha, would you like to hear another secret? Oh my God, my heart is beating so fast. I put a bowl over it. Is it still alive? Yeah, I mean, I got, I can't believe I caught it. It was like actually the when I screamed, cause when I see cockroaches, I just start screaming. Like I remember bawling oh. to my landlord once, like I just uncontrollably start reacting like physiologically. So when I was screaming, it started like darting up the cabinet so then I stopped screaming, and then it went down, and then I caught it with the bowl. Well, yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it's a uh, teeny tiny bug that can hurt you in any way that you uh, have probably 100 pounds on. And uh, it makes perfect sense that you would scream and terror. There's going to be another one, and I have to sleep here. All right. Should we listen to another secret? Wait, hold on. I want to talk about that guy for a second. Um, I just think... <laughs> You are nothing if not a consummate professional, Natasha. Yes, talk about big cum and little underwear. I think that if my parents made me go to like a Marriott in when I was young and sleep in a room with them for a church convention, I would want to strangle myself and cum too. <laughs> like you want to be like bad, you know? You want to like do something like wrong. Like it's that's the problem with religion. Well, you know who wanted to be bad, right? Who? Jafar. Oh, is From that a, Aladdin? That's the villain in Aladdin. He wanted to be very bad. All right, Natasha, I think we should listen to another secret. Okay. Okay, so calling in for um, a secret or two, maybe. So first one is my boyfriend has the worst tasting um semen and normally I love giving blowjobs and I will swallow like just, that doesn't bother me but for him I literally can't because it tastes so bad so every time I blow him I make sure the lights are turned off and then I just like stick my tongue out and spit it out really quickly and I don't think he notices because he just like isn't paying attention and then the other secret is I don't know why I like to do this but I like to 
like slowly pull out my pubic hair and I never like shave or wax and I don't have a whole lot but I just like to rip it out and then I like to like feel how thick it is in my mouth for whatever reason I don't eat it or anything I just like to like measure its thickness with my mouth okay bye I would say this lady has an oral fixation um well first of all the cum he's not he's not eating properly is my is guess. Is that what it is? What does bad cum taste like? I mean You don't I have don't to know. answer that. You don't have to answer that. But it's all tasted pretty much the same to me, but I remember when I was young everyone would say that if you drank pineapple juice, your cum it would, would be taste good. good. But like So I maybe this guy's it, eating like, what's the opposite of a pineapple? I don't know. Poonapple. Popeyes. Pop too much Popeyes. Well, I just feel like having me, if you could like have me eat a little more fruit, fruit juice, see if that helps. I bet you could Google it. Um, right. Google it. That's great. Some, like probiotics, like some yogurt, maybe a little kombucha. Kombucha. Um, kombucha. Yeah. And the pubic thing, I guess, I guess you're right, Moshe. I guess that's an oral fixation. I've never had, I don't, I don't have any experience with that kind of thing. Wait, I would love to ask our listeners to write in and tell us how this woman can subtly um, whatever the opposite of poisoning her boyfriend into making his cum taste delicioso. Write us, let us know if you know. Tasha, you want to hear another secret? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Natasha. It's me, the roach. I'm trapped in this bowl. Please help me. Please <laughs> let me out. Let me out, Natasha. Please. I deserve I mean, to be free. Please, Natasha. Solution, right? But my Natasha. Don't you think that's a good solution? What would you do if you saw it? I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It was like, I would say it was more than half the size of a cell phone. Um, I would kill it. With what? A shoe. So is it not safe under the bowl? Can it get out? Not safe? Honey, you've always been safe. It's a cockroach. No, but I mean, can it escape from the bowl? Oh. No, it'll probably die by morning, a slow and agonizing death. And you know what? I want to take a picture of it and send it to the people who put me up here and see if they'll put me somewhere else. Yeah, you should send a picture of it also to our producer so she can put it on our Instagram. Speaking of our our Instagram, you can follow us at Endless Honeymoon Pod on Instagram. And we're going to be posting uh, not only this picture of the roach, but also uh, people have been asking us for that uh, enlightenment link. And we're going to put that up too. Natasha? Does that mean you'll listen to it with me finally? I will. I'd, ha- I'd be happy to do that. I'm sure it talks somewhere in there about murdering ro- roaches as they walk by. You can leave us a secret. You can leave us a secret. Tell them how, Tosh. Leave us a secret at 213-222-8608. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on YouTube. Why don't you email us? at EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail if you have a specific question. And also come see me live in Portland. Uh, Natasha, I have to go now, but I did want to say I do love you. I love you too.